Okay. I can hear chowder. That's bean. Oh, it's bean? Mm-hmm. Why well, can you hear chowder? I now. also wrote a list of fun facts, everyone, so I became prepared. Where's the applause? You're like, I will never be out. At least for the next again. nine episodes, I will have fun facts. I was on the phone with Liza and I said, Liza, I need you to tell me fun facts about myself right now. I like to stay more intuitive. I do too, but then I sit here for eight minutes in silence. Well, I already know what I'm going to say. Me too. Okay, fuck both of you. <clears throat> it's not that hard. I'm... <laughs> I, I don't I don't know my identity, okay? I wasn't allowed to do I my like own stuff. I like to uh, connect them to whatever I was doing that week. Yeah. Or something about myself if I blink. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're listening to Post Credit Depression, where we discuss this week's current hyperfixation. I'm Mariah, and my fun fact is I never learned how to whistle. Girl, same. And it pisses me off every time I see someone whistling. Especially, especially when they can whistle They're like whistling a whole song in a tune. When I'm they like, can whistle It irks. It irks I can't me. even fucking make one note. Bitches. Anyways. My name's Kinsey. And my fun fact for this week is that I spent four grueling weeks not spending any of my Genshin Impact wishes. And I finally got to... On this new banner, on the new update, and I got Nahida. Uh, if you don't know who she is, that's chill. Whatever, she's cool. I like her design. Hi, I'm Kaylin, and for this week's fun fact, I wanted to introduce that I make crochet plushies. Um, and an extra fun fact, I can whistle. Damn. Fuck that bitch. Bro, I'd like to say, I feel like whenever you guys do the intro, it's like a, you're like, you're listening to post character question, like, not like, I don't want to say bland, because it's not bland, but it's like, you would say this one tone, I'm always like, you're yeah, listening. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's like, I can't like, start off serious, or I'm just like, it's like a character that comes out. That's alright. That's why I should be a voice actor, like I told Martina this, it's easy, anyone can do it. See, it's easy, anyone can do it. <laughs> I do it every week. Most importantly though, I think whistlers should have no rights. <laughs> Bro, I, and I've tried. I was at school once and my friend taught me some trick. He was like, if you like say the word letter Q really quiet and go like... Oh, that works. And it didn't work. I sat for an hour <laughs> trying to whistle and he was like, Mariah, please, you're starting to make me mad. And I was like, I just want to whistle. I'm all over my family. And I told a couple years ago, I told my grandma that. She's like, you know what? I can't whistle either. And she's like, let me try. Whistle. Guess what? It yeah. was like the Peppa... You know the Peppa Pig video? Cheyenne yeah. has <laughs> me. She thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. Where she's like, I'm going to call my friend. He's like, do you know how to whistle? He's like, I don't even know what whistling is. And she's like, you put your lips together and blow. Yeah. And she goes, like this, and then whistles. And Peppa Pig literally, savage, hangs up the phone. <laughs> That's yeah. me That's every time I see someone can whistle. Well, you know what, Mariah? You can't whistle with that kind of mentality. I you need to get into the spirit and believe in yourself. No, I want to be like at work, just like casually do my job and be like, do 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 But instead I make weird noises. Just like, start saying you can whistle. Like, I want to whistle, like a normal person. Start saying you can whistle, and then one day when you're blowing, you will whistle. And it'll, and, <laughs> and, and, and it'll work for, like, two seconds, but I won't be able to do it intentionally. That's where You it know what's hurts. crazy is I've accidentally whistled, I'm sure you have too. And I've done it so loud before. Like, I'll sit there, I didn't even mean to whistle, and I'll be like, I know I can. I can do the grass trick where you're like, you put the grass in <laughs> your and it makes I can't a whistle do sound. That. I can show you. You gotta get the right piece of glass, or grass, though. Grow good glass. Okay. glass. It's fine. Well, now that we got an hour, extra hour of sleep, I'm sure everyone's refreshed. A little bit. Because you got I'm an extra hour. But Kenzie would get hungrier faster. She's like, 
bro, I was, I'm not kidding. When I, t- I talked to you about the time change and everything and how she was hungry, we really made fun of her. And then I was like, I'm starving. It's 1130 and I'm starving. And I was like, oh wait, internally it's 12. So, you know, it's wild how like, don't we get an change. hour? You got an hour of sleep. Then it would be 1230. Yeah, you said it's 1130 and it's, it should be 12. That's just me fact checking you, dog. Obviously, we're not getting a half an hour. I know. Anyway, the weather's changing, the time's changing. Make sure you guys turn your clocks, or not your clocks, yeah, turn your clocks, but also, sorry, <laughs> I didn't know it was that bad of a bruise. Turn <laughs> your fans, because you're supposed to turn your fans the other direction. Why? Um, I'm, I could be wrong, don't don't quote me, but when they go counterclockwise, they do this thing where it takes the cold air and blows it down, and if it's clockwise, it takes the warm air, and or the cold air, and sucks it out. I don't know. I keep mine on the cold setting all year round. Mm. Because I like to stay cold. That's and if hot. it's hot in the house with the heat on, I get hot. Mm-hmm. So, you don't have a ceiling fan, but you have a ceiling fan if you would like to turn it. But make sure you dust it first, because I forgot to dust my grandma's and dust came flying off when I turned it on for her. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's just in there all dusty. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, let me turn the fan off real quick. That's but funny. it's fine. It's fine. So, what'd you guys do today while I was at work suffering, like always? I taught Kinsey how to crochet a baby duck. Oh my god, and I learned so much quicker today than I have any other time. And maybe it's because Kaylin made some successful-ass plushies within the last few days, and I was just so inspired, and I was having a very fun time. Like, That's good. I was just really excited when I saw that she was making such cool stuff. I was like, I don't even know if my duck will turn out good, but I just want to try. <laughs> it turned out really good. Thank you. Yeah, it did. You'll have to name it. What should his name be? Duck Patterson. Duck Patterson, Duck Patterson. it is. I'm I was going to take the first <laughs> first one. Any, su- any suggestions? That's fine. Ryan's wearing these pizza socks and my like black socks like wrap I know that was one of my fun facts I wrote down about my about my socks. Those collection. are pizza socks, you lying ass bitch. They are pizza what the socks. fuck those is that? Those are bell peppers, pepperonis, olives, Wait, mushrooms, and that's pepperoni bell pepper? peppers. Yeah, they got the little yellow How they're chopped that way. Yo, I did not think pizza when I looked at those. Yeah, there's literally socks. pepperoni pizzas, right? Here. That's I mean, yeah, one pizza on it. I didn't think the whole sock was pizza. Yeah, it's pizza ingredients. Listen, well, some people actually put that, stuff on their socks. Did it wrong. Don't care. Shut socks. up, bro. I was in Reach program, so I'd understand autistic puzzles like that. That's my teacher told my dad I had ADHD, and she they said my dad said her grades too good. She doesn't have it, and I lived my whole life thinking I was a uh, not anything was wrong with me. My parents didn't <laughs> even believe in that stuff, like. They thought that if you had ADHD, it was, like, the equivalent of having, like, um, a disability, like, a physical mm-hmm. disability. Um, they didn't understand that it was just a different, like, learning, way of learning, you know? Yeah, my, my dad and grandma were like, you're just lazy. That's what they told my brother. My brother has, like, horrible ADHD. They were like, he's just lazy. And I'm like, no, That's man so literally does, he needs to be stimulated at all times. So I lived my whole life just knowing that I had number dyslexia and that was it. My fucking sister uh, also has issues with numbers. She, she could. You should ask her. It could be dyslexia, and if it's dyscalculia, which is what number dyslexia is, there's like other tests that she can do to figure it out. She was paint. We were painting one night, and she was doing a little like sign with like a quote on it, and she spelled the word food so badly. I was like, what? Or it was some sort of word. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was a very simple word. Yeah. And it's obviously it's probably just from her letter or number dyslexia or whatever it is. 
But we were laughing about it. She's like, girl, I've had this problem ever since we were kids. Bro, and mom, get she's like, my mom wouldn't believe me. And I was like, damn. Mm-mm-mm. It's kind of comical. But yeah, like laughing My counselor said her. one of the symptoms of uh, never dyslexia is like getting up early and thinking you have time to get somewhere and then still being late. And I was like, girl, sometimes I'm always late. Sometimes I be thinking that. I'm like, it's only 1040 and am I like... Like, thinking I have all the time in the world, I have to be somewhere at 11. I'm like, yeah. it's 1040, man. And, like, when you think about that, it's only two 10 minutes. And 10 minutes go by so fast when you're getting ready. Yeah, see, I do not agree with either of you guys. Like, I... But that's what I'm saying. I've always been one to show up early. So I don't know when, like, uh... I'm, I'm an early person. We talked about it. Like, early is on time. On time's late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what my mom, like, rammed into my head. So it actually scares me when I'm late. But the amount... Like, I think, like, in my brain, I don't process time correctly. So it's either, like, I show up really fucking early... Or I'm late. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, yeah, I'd be getting dogged at work about not being able to do money correctly or something like that. But <laughs> I can't do math. You know, we do those times tables. Did you do times tables in high school? Yeah. In middle school? Well, middle school, yeah. I remember you had to like do them in a certain amount of time. You had to get a certain percentage and then move on to like the next one. It's like, okay, you need to get a 90%. Oh, wait. Actually, I did that in elementary school in like fourth and fifth grade. You probably did addition and subtraction ones. No, we, did we did multiply and divide. Dang. Well, when I was in fifth grade, we did the multiplication tables, and I remember if you couldn't get a certain percent, you were not allowed to go to recess until you passed it, and I couldn't do it. And I just, I couldn't. I didn't go to recess for two weeks until my teacher gave up, basically. Me and this kid named Marcus. Why does it matter how fast you have to fucking do it? If well, you everything know was then... time, but you had to get a certain amount of right. Oh. And I couldn't do it, So, but there was like a method where like if you got the first ten, then I could just look back at those to do the next one. And But then once I would hit like seven times six, I was like, I don't, I don't know anymore. I don't, I don't know. I still Stop don't know what me. that is. 54? That's a random number that came out. Is it 54? Kayla, what's 7 pop. times 6? <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! Y'all are asking the wrong We made bitch. so many jokes in art school saying, we don't know how to do math. Because, you know, we weren't as proficient five, as maybe an engineer 10, major. 15, 20, but, like, 30, 30, 30, 30, I feel like I've neglected 30, multiplying went to art so school much. for a reason. Like, shut the fuck up. I think Get I'm, away from me. Listen, I wasn't even bad at this shit when I was in high school. I was. It's 42? I had literally, my answer was 41, so it was close. Yeah, I don't know. I never, I see those TikToks of people who are like, uh, show me how you do this in your head, and I'm literally like, no, no thoughts, head empty. All I, all I see are numbers on the screen, and I'm like, you want me to do that math? Well, when I was a kid, I would just memorize the answers to them. Yes, I was like, that's what oh, I well, sometimes it's 42, not because I'm actually I'll break it down, because I know how to do fives, I know how to do ones, I know how to do tens. Once we start getting to the sevens, eights, and nines, I'm like, yo, yo, yo. And I feel stupid when I'm in, like, a professional setting and they'll say something to me. They're like, yeah, uh, this number, this number. And I'm like, in my brain, I'm just seeing numbers floating around. Yeah, I'm sure And they're like, yeah, what time do you work tomorrow? And they're like, yeah, quarter past eight. Oh, yeah, y'all get pissed when I say that shit. Quit with the fucking quarter shit, bitch. Tell me the time. I said that to her and my cousin, and they both went off on me. They were like, shut the fuck up. I don't know how to do the math. Mylon talks to me, like, so blatantly. And he'll just say, like, random math numbers in my head when we're doing, because we do the cash report every morning. I think I said, like, 10 till 1, and they're like, what fucking time is it? I'm like, 12.50. Well, at the same time, we were rushing, Um, so we were like, Kaylin, shut the fuck up, tell me the time. Yeah, Yeah, I was (laughs) the day, and mine was doing the cash report, and the main link wasn't working, so he's like, oh yeah, just open this one, and you have to add these numbers together, and whatever you get is the answer. And I was like, you want me to, you want me to figure that out? And I, I just, I can't. Yeah, I'm it's sure all of you guys have experienced, like, an old person at the register who brings exact change. They're like, here's $20, and you're like, okay, $20. They're like, wait, 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 I got 62 cents. And I already like, pressed it, and then they're like, don't worry about it, you can just hand me the exact change anyways. And I'm like, I don't think you understand. 
that I, I am not physically capable. I have one memory. I won't go into detail, but this man looked so fucking disappointed in me that I couldn't give him the exact change back. Like, he looked disgusted, I would even say. I pull out my calculator. If that's not an option, the customer will tell me how much it is, and I just take their fucking word. I mean, if Sometimes. I'm short 20 cents, I'm short 20 cents. Yeah, but Tom scared and if they me don't, so much. if they don't um, tell me the exact change, I will round it up in my head. Say the change is 42 cents, and I don't know. I will hand the bitch 50 cents. Listen, Justin caught me one time because he would have me uh, double counting his money, and he would never, like, I'd be like, okay, it's good, and he'd be like, he said, how much is it? And I was like... That man liked to play games. <laughs> when no, I was with Justin, I shit. fucking counted that shit. And I was like... I play games. I, I think I guessed, and he was like, nope, wrong. I was like, oh. I, I was like, counted it wrong. for real. He used to play games. I used to face the store, and he'd be like, I hid five things in the store, and if they're still here, that means you didn't face. And I'm like, or I'm blind. Really, he said that? He did that to me once. I was like, well, Justin, now I'm like searching up. for these five things. That Get he some said. hobbies, Justin. Man's had no life. He's living it up now. You can't be your only Justin, friends. if you're listening, shout out to Justin from Walgreens. <laughs> shout out to Justin from Walgreens. If for some reason you've stumbled across this podcast and you're an avid listener now, because this is our, which episode, someone take a guess which episode we're on? Nine. I'm not working there by the time this um, gets that popular. Seven. <laughs> it is episode seven if you count our bonus episode. Just bitch. Because you're, you're the third one in the cycle. Um. So anyways, if Justin is avidly listening to our podcast, um, even though you probably think I hated you... I didn't really. This is hate a confession. You. Oh my god. Um, you so, were cool. I hope that you're living your best life, playing the guitar, skateboarding, and uh, going back to school for computer science. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know if you were just under intense pressure from Probably. Tom, but you know, I liked talking to you when you would talk. In another life, we'd be homies. Maybe. If the age it's gap just was anime. less, it's just. But anime. maybe not because it's just anime, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> If you don't remember that story, Justin... It's okay. <laughs> At this point, if you're listening, you could just DM us and we would we'll talk to you. you. Anyway, so, Kinsey... Oh, wait. Yeah, I think you have something to say. Um, so, also, while we're at it, guys, go ahead and like, follow, subscribe, whatever it is your platform prompts you to do. If you like our podcast so far, we promise it's only up from here. Um, <laughs> from here. It helps us out, and you also get notifications earlier and uploads earlier if you go ahead, like, follow, and subscribe, or rate and review. That's also greatly appreciated, because we love hearing feedback. Yeah, so, if there's something you want us to review, or if there's something you thought was great, if there's something you didn't like, uh, sure, we'll look at that too, but... Yeah, we're malleable people up in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to a an extent. <laughs> so, Kenzie, uh, what'd you share with us this week? This week, I shared Gravity Falls with these two homies of mine. Uh, Kaylin has never watched it before, which honestly... Shocking. Shocking. Considering she loved Over the Garden Wall, she showed me Over the Garden Wall. Were, I knew about there it There were existing, periods though. of my childhood where my mom did not pay uh, the cable, so... But I think this came out when we were... In, when I, I'm older than I remember I think I was in high school Gravity when it came out. Falls coming out when There's I was in periods. middle school. Because I was... I was still riding the bus, and I wasn't anywhere close to getting my license. So I was watching it before. Oh, shit. No, yeah. It came out in 2012. I used to have to YouTube Inuyasha, my mom's Blackberry, to get some entertainment, okay? Oh, that's the confusion. It came out in 2012, but the last episode aired in 2016. I was graduated by then. Yeah, I will say that, like, it's not that I never heard of it, and I've seen it come on TV, and I just must have watched it, um, like, a random episode with a lot of missing context, mm-hmm. and I was like, this looks like a good show. I don't really want to spoil anything, 
So I kind of just backed up, but I never, like, streamed it. I just... Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure if you it. found it later, too, in an older age, you were probably just like, oh, it's a, it's a Disney Channel show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, Now that I, we have this podcast, we can... I loved Adventure Time so much, and um, Regular Show, and Flapjack, and Chowder, so when I first saw Gravity Falls, like, the quality of the backgrounds, the character design, how, like, interesting they were, and just the animation, like, the humor to it reminded me very similarly of those other shows that I liked, so I really was interested in watching the show when I was younger, and it ended up being such an amazing story. Oh, the story's great. I mean, at one point, if if you start to not enjoy the show, you, like, don't have an option because they just leave these little crumbs Mm -hmm. where you're like, I have to know what that meant. I have to know what what that scene was about. Yeah, so, Kaylin, what's your, like... Initial. My initial initial first, like, reaction thought is, like, I I love this show. I adore it. The characters are 10 out of 10. There's not a single character I don't like. And even, like, the unlikable characters are still written well. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, any of the villains or whatever. They're, like, really well thought out. Sometimes when the episode begins, I'll be like, hmm, this seems like a little, like, filler. But the writing's... Writing's the writers really pull it back around and each episode um, has been thoroughly entertaining me. It seems like a show like right up my alley, right up there with Over the Garden Wall. Um, the humor, I- I'm laughing like almost every 10 seconds. Like I was the, watching Kaylin. She the, was yeah, laughing like every... She was. The, the slapstick, the, you know, puns, the, it, it's amazing humor. That would make even adults laugh and I know that I would have loved it as a child. And I don't feel like I'm missing out from much having not watched it as a child. They, they did an amazing job at this show. So just initially, like, overall, all ten episodes, like, I really liked it. I can't wait to watch more. Um, but I do want to give you guys my thoughts, like, episode by episode because it's, like, well, really funny. I think they also start off the episodes, like, when you're watching an episode, you said you're like, oh, it sometimes feels like a filler. But if you think about summer, you got nothing to do this summer, especially they're 12 years old. Yeah, so, so it starts day, them, like, already doing something random. They wake well, up and they're like, well, what do we want to do since we got fucking nothing to do? Well, I'll give you an example, and, like, it'll c- kind of start tying into the episodic, is the first episode when, um, he finds a book, Cool cool Beginning. Um, I think the introduction to the Mystery Shack, Uncle Stan, the siblings, all funny. And then the conflict to the plot was, like, a zombie boyfriend. I was like, hmm, interesting for, like, a cryptid show, their first creature to be, like, zombies. And I was like... Hmm, like, and the story is like, oh, he's about to save his sister from these zombies. So I was like, I was but like, how does that feel well, like well, a filler, though? It just, it, like, the way that it was being pitched, I was like, hmm, they're, like, starting out with, like, a zombie episode. But the twist at the end is, like, what really made it, um, charming and appealing to me. It was, like, really fucking funny. Like, mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah, I don't think filler, because, like, it even started off, like, he found that book right away, and you're like, oh, shit, yeah. what's what, happening? It's that, like, trust no one. When I think no of fillers, like, I literally think of, like, a, side a boring <laughs> episode where maybe there wasn't that much plot at all. There was, like, like a Like, if you story. want to say that the zombie seemed, like, um, like, cliche to start off with, that's different than saying it felt like a filler episode. No, I, no, no, no. Here's the thing, is, I'm saying my initial thought it came back around afterwards when I saw, like, the way it was written, the way it tied back in, like, and even, like, the funny, like, joke of he accidentally flipped open to the gnome page and he's like, no, shit, I meant to say zombies. I'm saying the overall, like, the first conflict, that's what I said, the first conflict being a zombie, I was like, interesting choice, and it seems like not that deep of a plot, like, I wasn't expecting it to be such a strong first episode. 
Yeah, I think it's first. I think it's just because I feel a- a- after episodes differently. You know, like a filler episode to me seems like a like a beach episode with the anime characters. Well, that's, that's what I'm fun. saying. It's like his sister going on a date with a zombie. Like at first, I was like, hmm. Well, to me, like, that still felt like some sort of conflict that needed to be resolved. It was, but it seemed like maybe an episode like five conflict at first but then like i said i took it all back like i'm not trying to like start a disagreement i'm just saying that like no, that was my initial disagree. thought what are you talking about this whole point. i think the word filler just wasn't 100 percent accurate in my opinion in yeah. my brain like my thought ways i agree thought now ways just didn't agree dog i was saying my initial thoughts that's just honestly what i thought initially and then afterwards i was like oh this is great so we're all in agreement well well kaylin <laughs> i asked your initial thought of the show but um uh, rewatching the show, I was like, I still love these two twins. I was like, I could see my, I could see twelve of Mariah being friends with both of them, for like both like personalities that they have. I was like, yeah. I would go do dumb little things with Dipper and explore and look at conspiracies, but at the same time, I'm going back with Mabel. We're looking for boys. We're making fun of all the girls, trying to be friends with the popular girls, but like we're not. We're, we're weirdos. Tons of stones on your face. Yeah, like I was with like, these are both stones. sides of me. In one. Yeah, I felt like every time I'd watch it when I was younger, it felt like I, Devin and I, because Devin and I were really close to each other when we were young, so I think the relationship shown between Dipper and Mabel is super accurate to a cute, healthy relationship between your siblings. Yeah, I love their mm-hmm. relationship. They did a good job of persuading that. I agree. Um, the gnomes at the end of the first episode cracked me the fuck up. Like, overall, like, the idea that, like, he was, like, about to reveal himself to be a zombie, and he's a stack of gnomes, like, I already started laughing. And then their reason, they're like, we need a queen, and like, I'm like, what are these weird ass little polyamorous? Thousand of us, yeah, or a thousand of us. It's like, um, what the fuck? Like, these are polyamorous little gnomes. Like, that's so weird, out of nowhere, like a complete like twist of events. And then just like the way they behaved, like all of the jokes, like fell, uh, or what's called, uh, hit the mark for me. And at the very (laughs) like at the very end too, when the one gnome is like running away and he gets caught up in that plastic shit, I was like. I was laughing out loud. It was all really like good. A little wild animal. And and it, it it I feel like the purpose of a pilot episode is to hook you, explain the setting, explain like what you're about to get into, like a bunch of cryptids, uh, introduce the characters and the you know town gravity falls. And I think that it did that one thousand percent in that first mm-hmm. episode. I got hooked and I couldn't wait to watch more. Uh, yeah, and I was telling, I think I, I told Kim, but I don't know if I told you as well about how the creator was also, is really good friends with the same creator from Over the Garden Wall. They went to school together, and apparently they're still good friends now. That's super cool. So it makes sense. Yeah, to... it makes so much sense, because the humor feels so identical. Mm-hmm. Like, in my opinion, we, you can say the style might be a little different with the characters, but like, the humor, even the quality of the backgrounds, yes. like, they're both like, very well-painted backgrounds. Um, yeah, I was, like, reading this Reddit, this person saying that they were trying to, they were like, do you think that they belong in the same universe? And one of the creators actually, com- like, one of the co-creators was like, uh, it's not actually possible because it's Disney and Cartoon Network, um, but if it was, if it was possible to do a crossover, she was like, I would love to. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because I've heard that, like, the, the amount of people that love Gravity Falls is, like, the exact same to Over the Garden Wall people. Yeah. Like, the only difference is that Gravity Falls was shown on Disney XD, which it did not, not feel like a Disney show. Put or like showcased mm-hmm. for the quality that it is, and I think Over the Garden Wall definitely had like a better. What do they call it? Um, Jasmine's been saying this phrase recently. It, it it means like showing the public something new for the first time. Mm. Soft, a soft. Something. Oh, uh, 
I know what the heck you're talking about. Like, not a soft release, but something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, their release, I think, was literally... I remember seeing the the ads for promoting Over the Garden Wall Mm -hmm. and how it was on Cartoon Network and how people were, like, from the creators of Adventure Time, like, these little two boys. Like, it was really hyped. Like, people were ready to watch it. And Gravity Falls was more like a gem that was hidden... That was yeah. just shown. Yeah, on I think Colin even mentioned that too. And I think Gravity Falls was—it's like almost the same aspect, not to the love, but the, I think the ten episode miniseries really pulls you in, and they get right into it. Like in theories, if you were to take away Gravity Falls and put in just like ten major episodes, mm-hmm. which is like can't be done because but it there's can't a be lot done to it. How amazing it is! Exactly, but if they were to do it, it would give you the same exact like feeling. Maybe a little more giddy, not as dark. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I think there's even more jokes in Gravity Falls than there is in Over the Garden Wall. But I love Over the Garden Wall all the same. Mm-hmm. I think it's just because mm-hmm. Over the Garden Wall it gets a little charming. serious quicker yeah it's, yeah. A, it's a lot shorter too like the whole series is as long as what we just watched this week actually yeah. I think it's shorter because each episode of over the garden wall was 10 minutes long it was, so was you're it right so also is 20 no, something yeah, over minutes the garden wall we watched 10 minutes, so. oh you're right yeah the screen yeah we I'll only watched we only watched the first <laughs> 10 episodes of gravity falls mm-hmm. Kenzie and I have seen the whole show yeah no Kaylin watched no 10 episodes Wait, oh plug Spoiler alert for the first ten episodes of Over the Garden Wall. Yeah, so I mean, if you ain't watched it, you gotta put that before the gnome one. <laughs> on uh, on those ten episodes of Gravity Falls. Oh, of Gravity. Restart. Just restart it uh, okay. now. Spoiler alert for the first ten episodes of Gravity Falls. Yeah, so if you ain't watched it, go ahead, hit play. It's on Disney Plus. So, Kaylin, why don't you give us your opinions, considering you were the person that has not watched it at all, about each episode, maybe like. You know, a little short thing thingy- I'm gonna do. Am I starting from one? Because I, I gave you already yeah, shared do, with do one. Yeah, order. Do okay. order. I already did the one. Yeah. Oh, well, so the second two. one was the Loch Ness monster one. Mm-hmm. I wrote bathroom. I wrote Loch Ness bathroom on my list of episodes. I have no idea mm-hmm. why I wrote bathroom. So at the fr- fr- end of the first episode, I will also mention that we had Stan like some secrets. We're like little, little, little plug. First episode, you're like, okay, so there's more going on underneath the surface. Time, what do you think of Stan? He's hilarious. <laughs> All around. It's like a mix of, like, the greedy Mr. Krabs. Grunkle. Oh, Grunkle Stan. Grunkle Stan. Um, we get a mix of, like, the money-hungry, yeah. like, a little bit of Mr. Krabs. We get some, like, um... <laughs> he has a typical Midwestern talk, like, mm-hmm. accent. It's hilarious when he speaks. He he has two sides to him when it comes to the kids. Like, like alright, kids, let's make money, let's work. Like, I could fire if I could. Like, some old man shit. But then, like, there is a soft side in to him where he wants to hang out with the kids and have fun so it's like i'm interested to see like where his secrets lie and you know how he feels on a very deeper level about these kids don't know yet uh but in the second episode we do see him just like kind of longing for friendship from people around him because his grandkids ran off they don't want to hang out with them it's boring um at the end of the episode you get some cute like moments of like they do really all care about each other and like while he can be like a little weirdo like you know they're still family and they're having a good time uh, I thought it was funny. I thought the sea monsters design was very well done. And when it was revealed that it was the coot who was like uh, bitching about the sea monster at the beginning, that was hilarious. I was like, 
you have the old crazy man like the Loch Ness monster's real, and then he's the one running, and he's like, "I wanted some attention." They're like, well, "Did you he, try that's to?" All he said, he's like, "Do you want to try attention. to work it out with your son and let your son know like he's not really giving you much attention?" He's like, "Nope, I got straight to work on this." <laughs> he's like, "Just like when my best friend fucked me over, and just like when my wife fucked yeah, me over." Yeah, he's like, like, "I turn into a fucking kaiju cryptid monster every time someone doesn't show me attention." Oh it was just, gosh. it was again Why a funny twist. Stuff I've never seen in, like, writing before. Like, they take the tropes of these old tales and mysteries, but, like, they add a really fun cartoon twist. Um, at least for these first ten episodes. I don't know how it'll go, like, from here on, but, like, mm. you know, it's very interesting to see the writer's takes on these episodes. Yeah, I love and these stories and like, tales. All, this shit only happens in Gravity Falls. Like, all mm-hmm. these conspiracy theory type things that, like, we all have now, they're, like, it all exists here. Mm-hmm. Why? We don't know, but it's only in Gravity Falls. And the people just live there normal. Like, they don't question this reality that they live in. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm walking down the street and I see a gnome throwing up, I'm like, that's a gnome. You know what it gives me? It gives me a touch of the reason why I like JoJo, because it's like, the twists are not what you expect, but they're still well-written. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, the writers thought it out, but I didn't see it coming till like, maybe the very end of the show, and... It's very charming to me because you, you can see tropes and people do these things over and over again of like the Loch Ness monster. Maybe it got away and you didn't get the picture, and that's kind of what I was expecting. But no, it's like it's the coot. Like you literally don't get it until they give it to you. Like mm-hmm. there's no prediction. You could like not ask me. Like when you get the solution in JoJo, you sit there and you're like, "Why didn't I think about the solution?" Even though it was like the craziest solution mm-hmm. you could came up with. Yeah, you like even when the monster got stuck if you paused it and said what do you think's about to happen i couldn't have told you and it's it still makes sense it's still hilarious um and i feel like that's where like the charm of like these twists are like getting me like same thing with the gnomes and the boyfriend i forgot to ask before we deep dive into the thing what you guys thought their signs were the twins and grunkle stands um i personally think that they're gemini's because they're very impulsive they care about having fun and they care about their own interests a lot like when Mabel wants something, she, like, dives in excitedly, and Dipper, although he has different interests from her, still reacts the same way. I think he has, like, a Virgo moon or something, because he overthinks. Yeah, they totally have different moon signs. Like, he has to plan everything, but he's just as excited or, like, interested in wanting to do new things, you know, have new experiences, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Well, yeah. I don't believe in that Zodiac crap. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I... Th- I think Libra because, like, uh, Dipper's always wanting to be liked by Wendy and wanting to feel included in the teenagers. And then on the opposite spectrum of Libra, like, you have this crazy off-the-walls balls Mabel, like, running around. And Mabel also just wants to fall in love. (laughs) Yeah. I just want friends and I just want friends and I just want to have fun. I can slightly agree with the Libra a lot. But the only thing is I do think Geminis are even crazier than Libras. Not when it comes to flirting, Mm -hmm. but, like, their minds and like how they jump from a b to c you know what i'm saying i think i like just always try to avoid gemini's when it comes to twins which i know that's still what it is but i'm like oh i didn't even think like about stereotyping that. it that's not even what i thought about i just thought like damn no yeah crazy and then grunkle stan is a taurus man i think taurus or capricorn yeah yeah really, yep yep i like he cares capricorn about money yeah but he's still like lazy he cares about money maybe got taurus rising but he does get up and go to work so you're right capricorn he gets up he, he puts on the shows. But then he's shot. like, he's like, kids, come get this remote for me. I physically can't stand up. Like, that shit's so funny to me. Because, like, I also get in moods where I'm like, like, I was just up doing laundry and I sat down. And maybe I, like, I'm not even that tired. I'm just like, I'm not getting up again. 
I will stay here through this show. Like, I cannot get the remote. Uh, the next episode is the wax figure one. Do you want us to talk about it while you Yeah, you can talk about Lippy. All right, let's talk about Mariah, too. But anyways. Uh-huh. But yeah, we always have to talk about Mariah. Well, she got the wax it has to, figure well, episode. Well, the pee time special between Kenzie and I. Shut up. Mariah pees. What do you think about the wax figure episode? Um, I liked, it had a twist. They ran around, they were investigating. That part was fun. Like, that was, like, the point of it. They were, like, sleuths. I still think it was a very strong concept. Um, I like that they were cursed inanimate objects. I will say I like the first two, like, a little better. I can't really explain why, per se, but, like, I wasn't expecting the twist. Um, I liked that they came to life. It was, like, some Night at the Museum shit, but then I'm like, you tell me you couldn't break out with that axe and go kill Stan sooner? Like, it was just the day that they, like, pulled you guys out? Yeah, but... Also, why didn't an Abraham Lincoln move out of the way of the sun? I, here's the thing. I mean, just because they're wax figures and they're really old doesn't mean they know a lot. Like, they don't have a brain. They just have whatever they're capable of doing. They did act like they did. But just because they acted like it doesn't mean they are that, you know, smart of beings. You know, I, I was like, if I have that mindset where they're just wax figures and there's only so much depth to them, I could totally believe that they weren't smart enough to kill, like, the real Grunkle Stan and that he went outside when he could fucking melt, right? Here's here's my theory. I think, because they're cursed, I think it was the souls of all of those dead people <laughs> okay. cursed to the objects. Here's my proof. Because when creating the Grunkle Stan version, Stan is still alive. And the ne- that one never came to life. You know what? Well, so wait, so then what are you trying to say? Okay, but some of them say... were probably made way past whenever one of them died. They, they probably did not have a wax figure of Abe Lincoln when he died. But that's what I'm saying. When he died, they made one later, and his soul could have been like... they cursed it. He could have been like, you know... Yeah, they cursed it. And they it. acted yeah. a lot like the people. It, they didn't act super robot or zombie. Like, they were all wax I'm just, Abraham Lincoln, I'm, bitch. you know... And the one you're talking about, the main one that was coming after him, was um, Sherlock Holmes. Yes. He was not Abraham. No, but Abraham, Abraham melted in the sun. I'm saying, why didn't Abraham move? What are you talking about? Okay, Sherlock Holmes melted in the sun. No, Abraham Lincoln melted in the sun. Mm-hmm. Sherlock Holmes was, was on Lincoln the roof. Because he said, I'm blaming you, oh, John Oh, no, Wilson. at the beginning. Remember when Mabel, they, they walk in the room and he's like, oh, no, Abe Lincoln melted. And Mabel's like, I'm oh, going to make someone new. Oh, I'm talking about at the end. Oh, sorry. I should clarify. Why yeah. didn't, in the room... By the window where Abraham Lincoln melted, if they are alive, why didn't he move before They probably the can only out? come alive on certain nights or, like, certain oh, right. things in the sky. Because otherwise they would have been alive the whole time, which they clearly weren't. So they maybe, would have already have killed Stan. Yeah, he did say they only uh, moved during the waxing moon. So after the waxing move, they got put in there, and Lincoln was in there. So the very next yeah. day he melted, and the next waxing moon, they're like, oh my god, they killed Abe Lincoln. That makes a lot of sense. And I'm blaming you, John. That Will- makes Will- a Will- lot of sense. All right, I mean... I still really liked it. I, I thought it was uh, entertaining. It was pretty hella dark. Like, they were all after them, trying to kill them. Like, physically kill them, there's axes. Um, so it wasn't as, like, fun and cheery as the first two, but I still liked it. I'm not complaining. Yeah, one thing I will say is, re-watching it from an adult perspective, I kind of forgot how many times they, like, mentioned killing people or, like, have weapons. And, like, you know how in kids shows they might try to censor it in a way mm-hmm. where they're, like, we're gonna hurt him, or, like, yes. you know, we have this bat, and we're gonna beat the crap out of him. No, in this, they were like, we're gonna murder Grunkle Which is Stan. a lot for a Disney show. And yeah. Yes, it's very interesting. But, you know, I, I I like it. I kinda like it better than if they would've censored it. 
Um, no, I still like that they didn't censor that much. I'm just saying I'm surprised because it's not what I thought about when I watched the show. When I, was younger. I, I was actually like, read an article yeah. saying that they had jokes that were like darker than that, and Disney was like, no. Really? So Disney's it's funny thinking pussy. of like the actual intentions of how dark they wanted the show to be beforehand. I will say, though, didn't Disney funded those animators. They put their animusies into oh all the animation of the show. Very smooth, very fluid. I enjoyed it. Uh, what's the next episode? Uh, it's Lilo Me. Gideon. <laughs> I hate that man, and this is not you. Continue to see that man. I hate him every every time I see him on the screen. I'm like, gosh, it's you this again, guy you again, dumb bitch. Yeah, not gosh. Happy. I mean, I, I'm gonna approach it, especially from like thinking of the writers, and I think they wrote a very good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, even with the premise of like not knowing how to say no to someone and someone being very pushy and villainizing that kind of person. Yeah, pretty cool little sub text for a cartoon episode. Um, or subplot. And whatever. you find out his, it's, his character's important at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the character himself, it, it gave me, like, grody little cousin vibes. Like, it was really, like, like, even when he tackled him, I think Kinsey screamed. Like, when, uh, Gideon tackled Dipper. Yeah. It was so aggressive and out of nowhere and, like, <laughs> grimy. I was like, Ugh. Um, and Kenzie kept joking at his, uh, southern accent, making fun oh of me God. sometimes. It was funny. Did you like how he, like, played Mabel? Like, they're on a date and he's like, we got a dance to go to and she's like I said one date he's like I'll make this grand yeah. event where you'll feel obligated that woman said if say you yes. say no I will die from a heart attack and they and pressure the her like, I I'm a licensed like uh, dipper was like it's this easy say no and she's like you don't understand which like you don't when you're people being pressured like, like that, that now like TV moments they're like let's propose on national television Mm-hmm. I told I told Val I was like if someone ever proposes to me on live on TV I will say no just for the fact that you put me in a spot where my only option was to say yes. Yeah, it's a very similar really thing to, to it's do. a similar thing within public too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it depends but on the person. Like if you're telling me, me you want a public one, that's fine. Do not but, like, do it I'm in not. front of your family. Do it in private. Do it somewhere fucking romantic and nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna say fucking no. I mean, I times that ten people do have that conversation with whether it's a friend or a family or something. But I yeah, if you just sit in front of other. Mm-hmm. Don't want it. We'll be don't in private. I've been engaged. It'll be once. a cute little thing. He proposed. <laughs> anyway, I don't he, know. He, I don't know. He, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yes. He proposed to me at the melting pot. It was very disappointing. Y'all were in there putting some fruit in the chocolate. That's yep. what you the, the, the only, the only and pro is they brought us out a free dessert and they wrote congrats on it. And my ring didn't even fit. Just that it was your birthday and they could have give you a free dessert. The fuck. <laughs> Yeah, Not right, a lifetime a commitment. Wait, <laughs> we should go fake propose so we can just why why birthday? We I don't should. want a birthday song. I just want you to get on your knee, make the wait waiter know, and then well, like, we need we a kiss. ring. We, I'll do it. We don't need to look at the ring. I got some rings at home. I'll pull one out. <gasps> yeah, sorry, my back. I I'm gonna need you to pick that phone up off the ground. Why? It has rang. It yep, yeah, it rang again. Are you serious? Yep, man. Listen, bitch. I put it on the floor so it wouldn't make a noise. It didn't even ring. You're a liar. <laughs> it did. Come it on. rang earlier, but somebody's phone just rang. It just rang. Mine did not ring. Maybe so it was a reminder. Don't ring. lie to me. Don't lie to me. It did I ring heard earlier. It I know way. because I screenshotted your Snapchat and it rang as soon as I did it. It made a ding when I oh, screenshotted whoa. your Snapchat. I think I got a Snapchat ring. But what am I supposed to do? Oh, it's not on silent. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I put it on silent. She's like, and before I realized that you didn't realize that when you're like, I put it on the ground so we get it here. And I'm like, that's that's not how that works. Uh, I thought I, it was also on silent. I liked how at the end you see that Gideon has a book, which obviously you know there's more books out there because the one said three. I don't know if you assumed that. Yes, I, I figured that. <laughs> at first, in the first episode, I thought the three was some abstract symbol. I did uh-huh. not read three. And then when I saw oh. two, I was like, oh wait, that's a three. Yeah. So there's another <laughs> book out there somewhere. Yeah. I 
liked it. Um, I mean, obviously he's an unlikable character, but again, I will give credit to the writers and that it was written well. The episode was written well, and I thought the conversation was a good one to have about like being pressured into saying yes and somebody being pushy and getting everything they want from everyone. I will admit, I don't like some of the girl jokes they make when they say, yeah. Yeah. you run like a girl, are you Oh, I'm going to get to that when we get to the Manazar episode. Trust me. Alright. <laughs> uh, next? next was the one with when you find out he has a crush on Wendy and they go to the arcade that... Uh, or the... Or the... Not the... Fuck off. Uh, when the they go mark, to the like convenience, gro- convenience store. store. Yeah. Um... I like that one. It, it had another charming sense. Kind of more like the first two. We get back into this. I like that. It was also dark, but it was like a mix of I feel of like uh, when it brings it back down, it's because you're learning, at that point, you're learning a new important part to the plot. So, like, um, you're learning about how he likes Wendy, and that's important for the rest of the show. And so I think yeah. whenever you're saying, like, these episodes, like, dial back, it's like, they're like, okay, let's make it a little less crazy so you can get something important about the story I mean, or about the they character. they also just showed that Gideon had the third book. So it's like, that's yeah. climactic in itself. So let's have a chill episode where we just talk about how he has a crush on this girl. This triangle. Mm-hmm. This love triangle. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say. Um, again, a nice, lovely twist you don't see happening. Um, that the haunted... At first when I saw that brain in those eyes, I was like, that's the monster. And I was like, freak the fuck out. The <laughs> one in the ice machine. And for it to be ending up being the, um, old people that just hate teenager, teenagers, that was funny. Mabel cracked up on some banned USA candy. Was <laughs> hilarious. Um, reminded me of my favorite sour Altoids that physically would burn people's tongues because they were that sour and I missed them. <laughs> Especially the mango flavor. Um, and I would say that, like, for Wendy's character, I I think it's cute that he has a crush on her. Like, when I was that age, 12, I had crushes on people, like, you know, a couple of years older than me. Um, do I ship it? No. And I also think that Wendy can get a little too, like, kind of like teenagers do, a little too influenced by the people around her. Because, like, uh, when they said that he was being, like, I don't know, a party pooper. That's not what they said. She's like, yeah, you are kind of being, like, a buzzkill. Like, she agreed with them and wasn't really standing up for Dipper. But she's 15, dog. Yeah. And, like, and very throughout the show, already. while he likes her, I can see where she... Like, she even said to both her boyfriend and Dipper, she's like, my boys. Like, I can tell when she's, like, kind of stringing him along. Like, but she is being just genuine. He's, like, but Dipper's 12 and is like, oh, my God, she called me. My, like, that's yes. what it is. It's a it's a 15-year-old mindset versus a 12-year-old yeah, mindset. But she'd be like, hey, can you, can, you, can, you, can you watch the stand while I go dance? Thanks, Dipper. But she doesn't say it like that. Like, she does not say I it like that. <laughs> I think she literally shows him a genuine, just, like, feminine attention. Like, I care for you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you know, like a little brother kind of way. Yeah. She's never, ever flirted with him. And I think when she meant... I agree with that. I think when she meant... There's my two boys. I think she literally meant my man and my little brother. Yeah. Like, the way she said mm-hmm. it and what's built up. But when up, you're 12, you're like, oh my god, she said that to me. Because, like, I've been there, yeah. We've all been kids, oh, like, some you, upperclassmen or, like, like someone that was older. There was, like, I had a family friend that, like, wasn't related to us, but his parents were really close to my parents. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, several years older than me, and I had the hugest crush on him. And sometimes he would babysit me, so, you know, we'd hang out with his sister because she was my age. And he was always so sweet to me, and I was like... Maybe it's because he actually likes me. And looking back now, I'm like, the man was just being nice to me because he cared for me, but didn't want to be yeah. with me. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how I feel like Wendy speaks to him. Maybe she doesn't know to the extent that he's taken it a lot deeper. Yeah. But I don't think she's really stringing him along. Not like, you know, Princess Bubblegum mm-hmm. and Finn. I guess sometimes I get pressed where I'm like, like where she picks her friend's side over his or something. Where When he's just like, 
the only one thinking logically in the well, group. Well, yeah, but she's 15. Yeah, at the end of the day, she's 15 she, trying to be their friend. She's still really immature. They punch the top of a van. Like, I don't think she's going to have a lot of, you know... Hey, yeah, I mean, develop- if I was 15, I even, like... Think about, like, how old, are your, how old were your siblings when you were 15? I don't know, you have a really healthy relationship with your siblings. When I was 15... <laughs> And my sister annoyed me. It's like, I don't want to be around you. I'm going to pick on you and pick with my friends because you're annoying me. Yeah. And because mm-hmm. you're a child, even though I was only three years <laughs> older than her. You're a child. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those kinds of episodes, even when I was a kid, would stress me out where, like, you were, like, balancing between impressing people and disappointing them. And that's what the premise of that episode was. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, that's the point of it. It's supposed to be stressful to watch him go through it because he's stressed out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the next episode was the, the, uh, the man Manitar. and man, Manitar. That one was my least favorite episode out of the first ten episodes. What about you guys? I didn't like that episode. I feel like it didn't have that much depth. I mean, yeah, I know I didn't very, watch it with y'all, but it, I remember uh, it. You already know what's gonna happen type mm-hmm. of deal. Like, it's not very suspenseful. And when they go back and forth between, like, Uncle Stan trying to get a girl or whatever, even I that, wanted more of that it, story. Well, <laughs> actually, I was gonna say, I wasn't even super entertained by that half of it either. Like, it was kind of funny, but, like, I... I wasn't really pulled one way or the other, and that's where Did you, you like had some. Lazy of... Susan with her eye. That was funny. That's where they had some of the most like misogynistic jokes, which like a lot of them didn't really age super well. I don't care yeah. if they're trying to say it in the tense of like that's how teenagers talk and they're jerks, but like they would have it as like some of like the groundworks for some of the jokes. I was just Bro, like, that's what I'm saying is I feel like they did those jokes because they are trying to tailor it towards you know, 12-year-old oh, boys, boys who want to feel like a man and stuff, but that stuff, those, you know, ways of thinking are rooted in very misogynistic mm-hmm. things. My favorite line out of the whole episode was Uncle Stan at the very end, and he was like, oh, so you stood up against, you know, what everybody else thought, you know, even That's, if it yeah. meant that they were gonna, like, not side with you. That's pretty manly of you, but, like, also, it's just, like, you know, the you run like a girl. It was just like, okay. Yeah, and I hate the manly man, uh, like, aesthetics. I'm like, I'm a manly man. You want to go there? I can live <laughs> more than you, man. sir. I the only thing I will let a man do is shovel my driveway because I hate shoveling snow. Other than that, I can do it all. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can still do it, but maybe you just oh, don't damn, want just to. fucking lazy. <laughs> maybe I just don't want to, huh? It's a workout. <laughs> and you know what? Like, if, if what they were going for was um, Dipper was trying to pursue toxic ideas of manhood yeah. and at the end of the day... It was all. I mean, that's definitely valid. I mean, he's found at the end. He's like, wait, I can be a man and still listen to Baba. Yeah, and still listen to Baba. It was Baba. (laughs) Like maybe that's what they were shooting for, and like I'll give it that credit. I will, but it just more successful. It wasn't super entertaining to watch it. Like at the end of the day, the misogyny aside was not a good episode to watch. Kinsey took a nap during that episode. I was like, yeah, I. Yeah, they could make it more entertaining, and it did feel like a little bit of a chore to watch like all these ideas of manhood. And at the very end, I'm like, cool, I like that line, but like. I only liked one line of the episode, but yeah. again, I I still overall like the show. That didn't kill it for me. I was just like the next one was the copy machine, the dance party. Something that was fucking hilarious. Listen, that episode was burned into my mind when yeah. I watched it for the this first time. This one and the one when she gets the so, pig is like one of my two like so entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like you know when you watch shows when you're a kid or experience any media music stuff like that and you're like I want to go to there like that party and the colors and the vibe and like all the friends having fun like I was like I want to go to there I want to be Dipper flirting with Wendy but at the same time I don't care about Wendy I don't have a crush on her in the show I'm just saying like the showing the vibes were good showing how he was so excited to be with somebody he was interested in and like this like I don't know I feel like that's how your brain works so cute the, the list and 
backing up and everything has to be perfect. We can't help it that you don't have Virgo placement. You don't well, get it. No, I was actually more excited just for the party yeah. and how they amped up the party. Like, well, you would be friends with Pacifica see? in real life if we were there, so... No. No. <laughs> She'd be friends I'd with be the sports girl. <laughs> I'd be... Ah! <laughs> I'm saying I like the idea of the party. Actually, when I was a kid, I was, I was getting really stressed out when um, Dipper was thinking too hard. Like, yeah. when he kept making more yeah. copies, in my mind, I was like, you are missing the party. No, I would have been the with Dipper thing- making it. I feel like my brain and Dipper's brain worked, like, identical. I'd been like, yeah, okay, so this is the plan. We're gonna copy this. This person can do this. But I also think I'd be, like, the one to smack in the face be like, too many! Well, yeah, Sorry, I but- if I was Dipper, I would be feeling the same way and probably doing the same thing. But from an outside point of view, seeing how it was affecting him and not enjoying the party, I was like, oh my god. It's the curse of the Virgo. You can find the solution, but when it's your problem, you don't have the exactly. solution. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> my, my mind is still with, um, Paper Jam Dipper. That that was fun. R.I.P. Oh, one of the best so dippers to exist. Sweet to paper I like how they dipper. didn't destroy and they're just like, it's okay, dipper. Yeah, content. there's so many scenes where they show all ten of his copies and if you look close in the background, you just see like this crumpled version of dipper. And it's so <laughs> I didn't funny. see that. <laughs> He's like in the background of the mob. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's fucking hilarious. They they included his ass. Yeah, good and then, I, and then when the last one and him agreed, I'm like, and even at the beginning, I'm like, how are you gonna like agree to get rid of this clone like they never mm-hmm. specified? And he accidentally like. You know, him and Jerome would have been best himself. friends. Or Tyrone. It was Tyrone. It was Tyrone. It was Tyrone. <laughs> what an interesting <laughs> name choice, but very funny. It, that was a really great episode. Yeah, I think it's funny. I think it keeps you entertained the whole time. Strong episode. And finally seeing Mabel get friends is so nice. And oh we're seeing God, the pattern so of Dipper cute. overthinking. It's not the last one I'm going to cover in these 10 episodes of him overthinking and trying again and trying again, but like, um, it tells a lot about his uh-huh. character. It was a, a de- definitely a Dipper episode. Mance doesn't know where his thoughts start or end. Mm-hmm. When, when he's stressed out, yeah. he's like, fuck. And I love Maple's uh, being comfortable. Like, even oh, though she's so confident Pacifica in her and I cheated. love it. Yeah, at the end of the day, she's like, I'm still a party queen. I'm still funny and silly. Like, and the yeah. fact that she gets friends, like, her friends come back. I love them. I love that she, like, is happy making friends and she's going to be following her brother around all the time. Because he, like, he doesn't want her around sometimes. I, mean, I, mean, so I wish I could tell little... The same, exactly. You know? I wish I could tell little kid me who was, like, silly and did things differently and weird to just embrace that. Because, like, I don't know. Seeing that, I was like, she's charming. I did that and I had no friends. Really? Yeah, I was a weirdo. And my, I would cry to my grandma and be like, I don't have any friends. You didn't yeah, wear nacho earrings. I recognized when I was younger that if I, and this was to fit in, I was like, if I act too much like myself, nobody likes that. And that's not healthy. It didn't help me now. I had to, like, relearn mm-hmm. that. I got made fun of and I found out the quote-unquote Kugels were doing the same thing I fucking did. They just didn't verbalize it. Oh, yeah, they didn't... Br- I'm getting everybody's, made fun of for doing the same thing y'all do. All the things I talk about thing. it. But mm-hmm. the thing is, they might know that it's socially unacceptable by older people or even yeah. other people, so to make themselves feel better, they'll let you know that you're, you're doing it wrong. I used to cry to my grandma, but time I go to school, I be myself, I laugh, and I, everyone don't know what's with my friend. I'll never have any friends. She tells me all the time, she's like, that little girl used to cry, and now she got all these friends. I'm like, damn. All two of us. And where are all those popular <laughs> girls? Pregnant. Only like Pregnant. only like two Wait, of them I still friends with, and they were the two that I thought were low key weirder than me behind closed doors. Uh-huh. Just kidding, young moms. We respect you, <laughs> and we respect young moms. So I don't respect mean chicks from high school exactly. unless they apologize to me. <laughs> Uh, so the next episode was the founder one with Pacifica. I love that one as well. Um, I hated that. No, one. shut up, shut up. Here's why I loved it. Is like it was one of those where at first, and I'm saying I love the writing especially because. 
at first I was like, this is some random ass shit. Like, why did Mabel fold in a paper hat and that solved it? Why did Mabel pick her nose and it solved that? And it turns out that, like, the founder was just as silly as Mabel. And, again, it tied it back. Couldn't have expected it. It was a good twist. Now, was it thematically, like, as cool as, like, a ghost episode or a party uh, episode? I'm so no, sorry. it wasn't, like, back. as thematically cool. But even Stan was, uh, what's it called? He was, uh, devastated when he found out it was Founder's Day. He's like, fuck. And it, you could see how boring and, like, you know, everybody's acting in character. And, like, it was, that was the point. And then Dipper was like, um, what? You don't want to, like, have revenge, Mabel? She's like, no, I don't have to prove myself. Like, I can be silly. Like, you know, it's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm embracing it. He's like, well, I like revenge. And he chases down. He's like, hey, Pacifica. That was fucking hilarious. That, yeah, that was That's the shit some I do. That's like, okay, bye. You literally devastated this girl's whole life. It was funny. One thing I think is so cool about each one of these episodes, uh, kind of, the, the manticore or whatever kind of does it, but not as good as the other ones, is that they always um, tie back so whatever they're doing yeah. at the beginning of the episode or or they make the small actions in the beginning of the episode a bigger, more important thing. Like like you just said about Mabel, the founder was just as goofy as Mabel. And she was the reason why they found the fucking clues. Like mm-hmm. that tying together is so yeah. like, phenomenal to me. I and and how- she was trying to not be silly because Pacifica made her feel bad at the beginning, and then at the end she's like, I don't need revenge. Mm-hmm. I don't have to prove myself to someone who is gonna look down at me. Um, I respect that. When like how you said the episodes, that. I was t- I remember telling you I was like they're not, it's funny how the shows aren't like episodic. They're a big story, but you can watch them and like if you were to watch random episodes, it would still fully make sense. But they do a good job at tying in every episode if you watch them in unison. Like obviously we just went from finding out who learning who Pacifica was and she's the cool girl, and then you find out immediately the next episode that like she's not as cool as you think she is, mm-hmm. and like even just like small little remarks that they'll make during the episodes. Like I think the second episode they reference the gnomes. You, mm-hmm. If you were watching that for the first time, like, if that was the first episode, you wouldn't think too deeply in it. You'd just be like, oh, they must have saw gnomes. But if you mm-hmm. watch it in order, you're like, oh, yeah, the gnomes that we so, just saw it was funny. The fact that it works both ways. Like, yeah. I'm actually happy I've waited to watch it in order. Like, Yeah, I'm I mean, I watch it in order every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, see, uh, I would still rewatch <laughs> the episodes, too. But, like, yeah, rewatching them when see, they're See, I hopped on, and it was just the wrong episode, and I was like, yeah. I'm outie. But when you watch them randomly, it still is good. Mm-hmm. Um, the next episode was the time traveling one, which is like one of my personal favorites from like. Yeah, I that's. It, I I, we'll have to do a Patreon on me ranking these episodes, <laughs> but um, that one's got to be yeah, up there for gross. me. And I was telling Kinsey like we were in agreement of how disappointed I was in Dipper's Dipper's actions. Um, it was funny seeing him try again and try again, and Mabel kept winning this pig, and I was like, "What's about to happen?" Like, well, I was like, "What's the conflict gonna be?" I and then waddles. and th- I know, and then Mabel loses waddles and. He's like, this is the only timeline, Mabel, where I, you know, can prevent Wendy from going out with uh, Robbie, and I get to go on these, like, rides and shit with her. And she's like, but Waddles! And I, like, immediately, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, she, you know how much this pig means to her? Like, it and might at be what point stu- does this boy realize that this girl is out of his league? Yeah, and it was just, like, it was super <laughs> duper selfish. Like, you went over and over. Like, Mabel got... Waddles the first try, and we were redoing it for you, but, like, now she made one mistake, mm-hmm. and well, you're not gonna go yeah, back for her? she did it so many times, though. Like, she straight up was like, yeah, Every let's keep going, time. let's keep going, and I'll still get Waddles, but I want you to get what you want, too. Why couldn't he have just played the game, like, five seconds later? Let her get Waddles, go on the roof, and then do it all. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is, like, she slipped up once, she did make a mistake, but, like, you made... 
thousands of mistakes. You hit Wendy's eye over and over again. Yeah, so maybe yeah. it didn't matter how long and it was played. Like, Whenever he threw that ball, it was bound to do something to fuck her eye up. My jaw dropped when Pacifica was pulling waddles. I was like, she's probably gonna eat it too, though. I, yeah, when the man's offered maple, maple a fork and knife, I was like... Mabel <laughs> was like, excuse me? Honestly, when we went to that animal farm from the corn maze and I was petting that pe- pig's belly, I felt like Maple. I was like, I want to pet if one If pigs really look like what Waddle looks like, I would own one. I tried to own a pig once. So my grandma small. obviously said no, but my grandma on my mom's side has a pig farm. I love them. They smell disgusting, but they are so cute. There was this one pig that was getting bullied from the other pig, so he had his own private mud pig. I felt so bad for him. I like miniature pigs. I do not like regular pigs. Yeah, the like uh, the pot belly pigs. I don't like touching big. I pigs. saw the baby pig mm-hmm. when my grandma's. I will say I did not like babies. touching the pig because when I was like rubbing his belly, and the hair is super thick. But I mean, he was so sweet and enjoying it, and I'm like, you can't help your pig. Yeah. So I was petting him. <laughs> you can't help that you're. A pig. I'm over here like I'm keep my distance. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, yeah, my jaw dropped, and I was like, he ain't about to do this. And Mabel's, man, when I shut down, the two times I've seen her shut down, too, the one time she was, like, in a blanket or, a, or her sweater, that, I laugh so hard. That's how I act sometimes. Um, and when she was just pouting over this pig, and it went on for, like, over a month, he was like, or months, he was like, damn, like, my, this, this means a lot to my sister, and, like, I am being a, a little bit of a, you know, dick, so I should probably fix this and he did and i was like okay you redeem yourself but like yeah at the end of the day they do love each other their, their relationship's pretty solid so then the space time continuum police showed up and made um what's his face i forgot his Just name call already. Him lemon grab dog lemon grab Maybe. morty rick whichever one um made him go pick up his litter throughout time <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, oh the last episode was the uh arcade fighter arcade fighter hilarious i love uh, the 2d drawing of this man <laughs> he said i don't have a climb animation yeah he's like he i can't i don't have a look up skill <laughs> that was that was funny and then he fell flat um an overall charming episode um it was some beef between the two boys that like the same girl um there wasn't a ton oh, wait no babel's little side quest was uh getting stan to not be afraid of, of heights, of heights yeah. yeah that's a funny random thing because um, he doesn't believe in ladders. He said, that's why I own ten guns, in case someone brings a ladder in here. Mm-hmm. I was like... Uh, yeah, the gun jokes, too, for Disney. There were a lot of gun jokes. Yeah. <laughs> what's going on. That was funny. Um, there was one other anime reference um, in, like, episode two. With, what would you do with your $500? And she was riding a hamster ball in her mind palace. Oh, my gosh. That was uh, funny. Drove up next to these uh, two hot anime boys in her mind, and she's, like, riding her hamster ball. And, and then at the, the end, she came, like, busting through in the hamster ball. <laughs> then, um, in this one, I thought it was so funny, because he's like, and then he killed your father. He's like, um, no, he's just, you know, he's with the girl I want. And he's like, and then he killed your father. He's like, yeah, sure, whatever. because man's only thoughts was, I kill bad guys in this game because he killed my father. Like, they have to be evil. And, like, what's more evil than killing I like either a dog Dipper or calls him out, and he has the black bars on his face, and he's like... And that that was funny. <laughs> yeah, some, some good, like, writing, like, storyboard kind of yeah. shit. Um... And then, um, what's it called? Or what was I about to say? Oh, the other anime moment I really liked was him finding out Dipper lied, and he just sat there, and he's like, I have joined the path of evil, master, and I didn't even mean to <laughs> through, through his lie. Like, it, was, it was so dramatic, so anime. It was, like, hilarious. I like shit like that. I mean, it, it, it felt like, uh, when I say filler, I don't mean, like, it's, you know, way off, but, like, it didn't feel like it was going super in order to the story, so Mm -hmm. I am looking forward to finding out more questions I had from the previous nine episodes, but I still loved the episode. It was very funny. 
I liked when uh, Zeus, we haven't talked about his character at all. Oh my god, Zeus is hilarious. <laughs> it's funny because the show's obviously hilarious all around, but Zeus is supposed to be like the comedy he, relief. He said, I want to go into the video game, and he undoes the back of the machine and climbs in because he wants to be in the video game. I want to know more about Zeus's backstory. You get like a little bit of backstory from Wendy, like you're like, oh, that's Wendy's family. But like Zeus is just like, he's just there. Mm-hmm. He, he makes me laugh. Like, all of these characters are saying shit all the time that are making mm-hmm. me laugh. Like, I don't know how people are that good at writing jokes and stories and making char- characters uh, continuously, like, funny and making the audience laugh. Also, yeah. the animations, like, physically how they react or how they move, how they, like, their facial movements and stuff, so funny. Like, the, there was this one scene, I forget what episode it was, but Grunkle Stan goes up to both Dipper and Mabel, and he's taller than them, so we see him looking down at them, and they're like, <laughs> like a fish face because they were confused on what he was going to yeah. ask them. And I was just like, just those small moments where they're just existing and they do these funny facial expressions. I think it's so funny. I love when, because the thing is, is productions, they go by fast, but they do take a lot longer. Like, you're sitting here watching 20 minutes and each of those episodes take weeks and months and, you know, the whole production years to make. And um, I like when you have all that time you really think about all these small moments. I feel like not every show does that. Like, because it was all the time that, whether it was the animations that, like, I can't remember off the top of my head, but if I were to, like, rewatch it, I'd be like, holy shit, that was funny, that little moment. Um, or just, like, the jokes, and they, they fit so much into 20 minutes, and... Mm-hmm. Um, they really I, do. Yeah, it was really, really funny. Or how about when I told you that uh, Mabel is the only one whose, like, outfit basically changes? That like, was funny. Dipper, literally same outfit. Mm-hmm. Grunkle Stan sometimes is in, like, his white beater and shorts. But and then sometimes he puts outfit. his hat and his eye patch on. Yeah. The only like... other outfit Dipper ever has is, like, a suit. Yeah. No, he had just the bow tie. Oh, no, yeah, I he wasn't a suit. You're right, before. you're right. But, like, overall, Mabel just, like, every, almost every episode. She, I mean, she has the one iconic sweater. And she has different earrings, too. Yeah, I, like, it's just her accessories that change. I think it's very funny. I think it's fitting to the personalities. What are you looking up? I've seen his hat before. Who's? Hold on. Grunkle stand. Hold on. Hey. I saw somebody crochet a... Why are you doing that? I don't know. I knew I it. S- I saw somebody crochet every pattern that um, Mabel has, every sweater she has. Mm-hmm. That's on, really like a cool. little blanket. It was really cute. Okay, so I have met someone. I don't know what the Masons are. I don't know anything about conspiracy theories, but I have met a, someone who said... That he was in the Masons and he had a photo on his wall and it looked like just a just like that hat that Uncle Stan wears and I googled the Grunkle. Masons hat or Grunkle Stan. Let yeah, I, I would like to comment. You obviously don't know, but a lot of stuff like that is talked about throughout the show. Yeah, what it's are like we these... talking about? You didn't. No, I'm just Masons. confused on what's going on right now. She's saying that Grunkle Stan has that hat. Yeah, yeah. So and what I'm from saying, the Masons, which is like a big conspiracy theory, like a like Illuminati type thing. My oh, mom used to I didn't know that. like clean this guy's house, I don't know, maybe do more with him. I didn't have a good mom, everybody, but she would drag me all over the state of Mississippi to random men's house, and um, this was just one of the men. I remember I was sneezing a shit ton, and I was trying to do my homework, and he's like, you need a Zyrtec? I'm like, what's that? Because my mom, shitty mom, (laughs) didn't, like, take care of me, and I was, like, sneezing um, really, really bad. It was, like, a severe allergy attack, and I remember taking one, and I was like, I'm all better. He's like, here, you can just have the bottle, and... The one thing I remember about him describing the Masons, and this is his perspective, I'm not defining the Masons, I should probably do my research on this, um, but they are, like, a group of men, like, they do, like, um, donations for certain people, like, if, in need, and help them, 
and they're they are an organization that goes around and helps people now i don't know if i feel comfortable post uh, putting anything <laughs> about the masons in our podcast I'm okay honest. okay well you can cut that out but i will say this okay put cut after uh zyrtec and then um pick up here um, this man claimed to be a part of the Masons. I am a kid doing my homework. I don't know what that is. I do remember looking at his wall and he had a picture of that hat. And when I saw Grunkle Stan, I was like, those hats look similar. So I don't know if there's any connection between the two or why the writers like pick that hat. Or maybe that hat is just a hat and different kinds of people wear it. So I don't know. But I know. well, I was going to say, there's not a lot more that we can talk about without spoiling anything for yeah, myself. Yeah, I mean, obviously I know what's happening and obviously... You'll know eventually. Can I show you what I drew? I would say overall that I really do enjoy... I would like to get a closing on this Oh, first. sorry, sorry. Um, I enjoy the show. I think that I'll probably end up... I mean, I'm sure we'll probably watch more of it. Yeah, I mean... At one point, whether it's someone just bringing it up or we're doing, like, a bonus episode where we talk about it more, but... We could do a part two. Again. I think it'll be so cool to, like, relive the ending again because I don't think I have ever watched the ending, like, a second time. I probably did. Like, Disney probably showed it again. But, like, it's been a while. I probably haven't watched it since, like, the year it was released. Yeah. Like, were you, like, you know, paying a lot of attention the second time? No. Because, like, yeah. I've watched it, like, I think a second time, and it was just the ending episode. Yeah, like, the last two episodes, because it's the part yeah, two Yeah, but not, like, not like when we watch Attack on Titan, when we watch all of it consecutively. Where we're, like, uh, yeah, there's a di- it's a different feeling, and you, you notice more stuff. Up, yeah. <laughs> so, we'll definitely get there. I love it. I love how it's animated, and... I see myself in the show. I'm like, I would do that I same know. thing. I literally feel like I'm actually there with them in the summer. I don't know if it's because I feel so nostalgic. It's, really it's definitely a big nostalgic feeling. And like, I'm like, I wish I would have had a trip like that. I wish I could have just like went somewhere with like some extended Get family. Get chased by some gnomes and, like, trying to marry you. And lived with some random, yeah. like in this random town with these crazy people and come home. Like imagine how cool they were coming back home from that summer vacation. Yeah. At, at school, like coolest bitches in town. Mm-hmm. With I that agree. book. So. Um, I like when you react to my drawings on the podcast. That's fine. There you go. Let me see. Did she draw a no? I saw her like queen, aggressively queen, queen. drawing. Why is she saying queen? Queen. And at first queen. I was like, getting, <laughs> at first I was getting mad. I was like, Caitlin, why are you drawing? Pay attention. But then I was like, she's probably just fucking scribbling over there all aggressively because I heard like aggressive scribbling, which is the stick line word. <laughs> and then when I walked by to go piss, she was like, I was like, okay, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> I think from memory that's pretty good. No, that's like pretty that's accurate from memory. Pretty accurate. The only thing is their heads are the way eyebrows. bigger than their whole body. That is true. That yes. is true. First go though. Well, amazing, very amazing. After watching over the garden wall, wait, this is wall, the second time I've drawn gnomes on the podcast. <laughs> that's funny. Because that of the little nightmares. <laughs> this Those is are a gnome podcast. That's um, fucking funny. Would you reshare this? One hundred percent. I mean, this is the first time in the podcast that I have not been introduced to what you guys were sharing this week, and um, so it's really cool to um, experience something for the first time, enjoy it as much as I did, and like give the answer of like absolutely yes. Yeah, actually, Kaylin has shown me so many fucking things that I haven't really shown her as many. I've mm-hmm. seen everything. No, it's, That's a we've lie. been looking at your recommendations. That's what we've been doing. <laughs> because they're really good ones. But, you know. Yeah, I Would mean, I share it? Yeah, I'd share it. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'd share I mean, it to y'all. I mean, I'd obviously share it to, like, people like us who it's appreciate like a select, cartoons. Yes, it's a select few people. I wouldn't just show Over the Garden Wall to anybody. If they don't like cartoons, but I, think I recommend that's a Over Garden Wall to so question. many people because I'm like it's ten episodes. Just fucking watch it. Not even, it's five twenty minute sessions of your life. Watch it. And yeah. people still like mm-hmm. just, I just like have, racist against cartoons. Yeah, I have a lot yep. of conservative people in my life, not by choice, um, who are like cartoons are for kids. Like almost like the genre is like we cannot ever touch. Which is insane. When adult shows like Family Guy, Bosberger, Bojack Horseman literally exist. Like 
I'm like, you're watching a cartoon. Cartoons. I will say that, like, the line of cartoon from my experience, like, when I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to watch adult cartoons, and then I knew cartoons were for kids, and I had never experienced the genre of animations enjoyed by adults. Mm-hmm. And this is definitely targeted towards kids, but I it's still very enjoyable to you adults. You can still watch it. It's not Baby Shark. But yeah, I think it's really stupid Bro, I had to watch Cocomelon people... the other day with Chance. I was like, this would y'all be watching? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, would be, like, it's like you, mind-numbing. You narrow yes. down your um, pool of enjoyable content by, you know, just thinking that cartoons are only for kids or that there is an enjoyable animated content out there that, like, you know, not family guy, crude, you know, adult humor, but, like, deeper storytelling, maybe a little darker sometimes. Like an like, actual story. Well, you just, can yeah. even have, like, silly little, you know, humor or, like, inappropriate humor with an overarching better story. Like, mm-hmm. if you watch Family Guy, all it is is shitty-ass jokes, you know, homophobic, a lot of bad jokes that yeah. shouldn't be said, um, and then they don't even have, like, an overarching... It's story. like, I'll it goes say that you forever. can make, like, like uh, South Park. Like, mm-hmm. they do it, and people like it, it's successful, whatever. Like, if that's your cup of tea to like these, like... Oh, um, no, that's fine to like it. I mean, like, I feel like a lot of adults... But that's what I'm saying, but Family yeah. Guy is, like, there's no substance with it. I also feel like a mm-hmm. lot of adults only accept adult cartoons if they are like that. Yes. If they don't have an overarching story, and it's only crude humor, and it's like, you as an adult can like a show that's cartoon and it has an overarching story. Maybe you learn something from it, huh? Mm-hmm. You know? And maybe there's some silly jokes here and there's some inappropriate ones. That's fine. Or maybe there's like, a lot. Even Over the Garden Wall has like, I don't want to say adult jokes. They're not necessarily adult jokes, but there's jokes that like an adult will appreciate. Like when she said, oh, they're the booby traps. Not booby traps. Dude. <laughs> I actually was really laughing because I was like, they couldn't, joke, they couldn't yeah. censor the, the tr- you know, just saying booby. And at, tr- right? at like 12 or 10 when you were watching, you probably thought nothing and you were like, ah, booby traps. Yeah. Now we're like, ah, boobies. Kitsy and I were talking about that while we were watching it. Well, I was saying, I was like, they could have just said booby instead of saying the whole word booby trap so that kids would get it, yeah. but that there's a reason why they didn't, mm-hmm. because Disney probably was like, you can only say booby trap twice. I know. And I'm so <laughs> disappointed, like, just booby. in the Academy when they started dragging animation, because one thing is the celebrities that host those shows and have the microphone and have the stand, um, they do live action and live action is still a valid form of storytelling but when you limit your scope like that was so harmful like it's, it's gonna hurt streaming platforms it's gonna hurt animation studios adults who write these cool stories that are still entertaining to adults entertaining entertaining to children either or or both um it does so much harm than good and i feel like it's this gatekeeping like award should only go to live action um by dragging it, saying that, like, uh, animations are only for kids. And that's what they did this year for, like, or oh, it was yeah. the Oscars. They also just, like, really um, don't value the quality and time that goes into making these shows. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that, I'm not saying there aren't good actors out there that literally blow my mind when they act. But I'm just saying, like, every actor, if they're going to be in a, in a high-class film that's, you know, really well-known, they're going to be paid a lot of money. Like, a mm-hmm. fuck ton. Just for them themselves. And we look at these animated shows that are making even deeper stories, in my opinion, like better stories, and they're not getting that recognition or that pay. I mean, like, we went to Lightbox, and because we're artists and we are involved in the art world, we can recognize someone and be like, holy shit, like, celebrities of the art world. But if they're walking down the street, like, yeah, there is no recognition. And like I said, talking shit about it, like, being just for kids, it's going to do more harm, and it's going to hurt those studios and the people who work hard to make these kinds of shows happen. 
So, Mariah, what are you showing next week? Um, I actually decided next week to make you guys listen to a whole musical album. I know it's a little different from the normal media that we've been talking about, but I'm really passionate about music. So I'm making you guys listen to an album called 94.3 The Real by an artist that I love called Kid Quill. So go ahead, give that a listen. He's a little hip-hop artist, uh, hip-hop R&B vibes. It's like hard to really put a tone of what his music is because like I would agree that he does rap, but it's almost like a pop version of rapping, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I think genuinely what I love about him is that he's like a lyricist. You know, like when you think of rap music now, you're like... Fuck bitches, get money. Yeah, it's so stupid. <laughs> but, like, a lot of his music, and you've already listened to some of it, you can attest, is, like, real-world stuff. Mm-hmm. And it'll talk about real concepts. I like that kind of shit. And, yeah. um, I, my favorite kinds of rap, when I do listen, like, I listen mm-hmm. all over the place. I, I'm a weirdo, where I just listen to, like, what comes to me, which is, you know, cool about this, that you're sharing it with me, because I will not go out and find stuff on yeah. my own. But, um... That's the kind of rap or, you know, hip-hop music that stands out to me that, like, it's a little more thought out, a little bit, um, like, again, I'm all about writers, and when something is really thought out or stands apart from the crowd, like, I tend to notice that stuff a little more. And he's funny, too. Some of his play on words are hilarious. I laugh (laughs) at it. I'll be listening to him, like, ha, that was a good joke. I finally got that one. Yeah, I would definitely say that I don't close myself off to, like, any genre. I know it's not your cup of tea a lot. (laughs) What do you mean? I know that, like, uh... I was saying I feel like it's not necessarily your cup of tea. I know you listen like, to a lot like of music, genre of but I would say the genre is not like your particular cup of tea. I haven't listened to it yet, tea. so I'll have to let you know. But I do listen to a lot of different music. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as it's good, that's all I care about, really. Like if it's got like a rhythm or you know lyrics that I really like, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. get into Taylor Swift for the longest time because I just didn't like the way her songs sounded. We're gonna cut that. Then I, I don't want the Swifties to cancel. No, <laughs> <laughs> but. I've always appreciated her lyrics, and recently I just started listening to, like, her more, like, newer albums. Like, I know Folklore isn't new, but to me it's new, okay? It's not Fearless, yeah. all right? Um, <laughs> and so I was listening to Folklore and Evermore, and I was like, I really like this stuff. I actually like even the songs a little bit more mm-hmm. than I expected to. So what I'm saying is that I'm very open to other music genres and songs. I just don't tend to go looking. Yeah. I'm the same I way. love it. I go on my Apple Music, and, like, every Friday I get a playlist that says new music, and I'm like, yep, shuffle, let me hear some new vibes. I feel overwhelmed. You know what it is? I was just about to say, it's our nerd, neurodivergencies, uh, our issues, Kinsey, because I will listen to the same shit for a long time. I will get bored of it, so I, like, will hip-hop between, like, my playlist. Between my different, mm-hmm. you know, shit that I already have. And, and I always fall back on musicals. I'm like, that is my safe oh, comfort blanket. I fall back on Hosier. <laughs> Because yeah, but Kayla says she's gonna look up the lyrics and listen to it, and you could probably mm-hmm. do that. And I like, like I said, to he's it got one time. He's, he's like lyrically really talented. I would mm-hmm. say. I like sometimes listening to the song while I have the lyrics pulled up yeah. or watching the lyrics music video. So I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to it, man. Well, before we go, make sure you like, review, rate, subscribe, subscribe, follow. everything like that. You know, <laughs> we're you know, doing the, the shit. Stuff. <laughs> Bear with so, us. So <laughs> talk to you guys next time. Bye bye. Bye. I'm hungry. I'm also hungry. Stop yelling.